0: grace, mercy, and peace to you in the name of our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In my family, we have a tradition on long road trips of passing the time by looking uh, for the uh, every letter in the alphabet in order uh, on the uh, first letter of a word on a sign on the side of the road. And uh, it can be difficult when you get to J's or Q's or Z's. Heaven forbid, X is basically you, pointless. You can just kind of skip that one. But what makes it really hard, actually, is when there just aren't any signs. Uh, as you're going through the rural areas of southern Minnesota on my your way to uh, my sister's for Thanksgiving... There's just nothing there other than rolling hills in agriculture. And you don't have a chance of getting an E, let alone a, a J or a Q, because there just aren't any signs. And you find yourself wishing for a sign, any sign, even if it doesn't have the letter you need, just to assure you that there's something out there, right? Well, I, I mention this because it it makes a pretty passable metaphor for what is really a, a human trait of looking for signs, not just to to pass the time, uh, but to guide us through life. That throughout history, every culture has found some way or another to uh, try and find or look for at least signs to guide them in what the future has in store, uh, to give them a sense of confidence and security to be able to orient their path properly to achieve their goals in life, whether career goals or life goals or relationship goals or, or just avoiding disaster goals, to see that big problem coming around the corner before it gets there so you can at least brace yourself we 're maybe most familiar with that in our culture with with horoscopes. Uh, people will say what 's your sign uh, that your astrological sign will somehow give you a sign in the stars of uh, what you can expect, how to prepare to uh, gain confidence and security uh, in life to feel like you know what 's coming uh, while many people have looked up to the stars. Uh, there's any number of examples of other stuff you could look at, that from the stars to the persimmon seeds to uh, find out what the winter is going to be like to tea leaves and chicken gizzards, people, uh, and everything in between, uh, people uh, will look to just about anything for a sign because we feel like we need it. The world feels so chaotic, so unpredictable, Uh, And we feel so vulnerable in it that we want to somehow gain some sort of sense uh, of purpose or plan to orient us so that we can feel safe and secure, like we know what's going on. Even in Christianity, uh, where we don't look so much to the superstition, still people will look to God To say, give me a sign, God. God, if you could just give me a sign to let me know uh, where I should be headed, what I should be doing. If I'm on the right track, just let me know. Give me a sign. Well, in our gospel lesson, the Christmas story tells us about how God gave his people a pretty big sign Uh, even in in the midst of their desolation and desperation, where we're at our most vulnerable in those rolling agricultural hills outside of Bethlehem, God gave the shepherds a pretty impressive sign. It was high up above the horizon for maximum visibility. It was big for massive impact. It was bright to stand out even in the darkness of night. It even had audio. So you know its message would get home. But as impressive as that sign was, about as clear as any sign can get, In fact, I'll go all the way, as clear as any sign can get, the angel chorus in heaven was actually just to point to the sign that God was actually giving his people. Uh, The angelic message was not really the sign itself. It was just telling them where to find the sign because the sign God gives is actually kind of easy to overlook and easy to neglect uh, this is the message of the angels in that first Christmas sermon which is really the Christmas sermon almost you could argue just the sermon do not be afraid I bring you good tidings of great joy for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And here's the point. And this will be a sign to you. You will find him wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. That is God's sign. That is is the sign God gives us to orient us and to give us peace and security. A Savior who is Christ the Lord. Three big statements. A Savior. We often use the term Savior in the, pretty much just in the church and it can uh, be taken just kind of as a synonym for Jesus. But it's loaded with meaning Uh, that actually refers to Jesus' work of saving people, rescuing people. Uh, That a Savior has been given to us to rescue us who are vulnerable, to rescue us who are in danger, in difficulty, to rescue us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. A Savior. Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the chosen one, promised throughout the Old Testament, the fulfillment of God's plan, the assurance that God has a plan and that God is carrying out his plan and that his plan is for your salvation. That Messiah who will reign over God's people forever and give them perfect peace. The Lord, Master, King of kings, Lord of lords, the one who holds all things under his power, to whom is given all authority in heaven and on earth, who has the legitimate muscle to get things done, to be our protector and provider. This is God's Christmas gift to us. This is the best sign you could possibly have of security and confidence to live under. A baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And that sign is not just for the shepherds, but for us as well. The angel even said, good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the peoples, including you, including me, that this is God's sign to you. Whenever you need a, a sign of God's love and favor and protection, that's it. You know, it, it may not meet the, the immediate needs we feel like we want to try and figure out, for looking for uh, what uh, what decision to make regarding a job offer, or uh, where to get an apartment now or wait till later, or whatever career or relationship or whatever uh, decision we want to make, but it actually does address it because it puts all of those decisions of life in the context in which they belong in the context of the loving care of God and the freedom we have uh, because of the Savior, the Christ, the Lord, we have. And We don't have to worry about having to make the exact right decision at the exact right time to provide for ourselves and make sure that our lives are following the, the track we want them to be on. Because God has given us something bigger and better, no matter what we are doing and where we're at, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. We don't have to worry even worse that uh, we have to make exactly the right decision at exactly the right time to maintain God's favor for us. Uh, that if we somehow screw up, that God will turn against us and be angry at us, our enemy instead of our friend. That God has given us a sign of his love and favor to us, that it is wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger, not our, our immediate context, or our own behavior or decisions. This is the wonderful sign God has given. It's a sign he promised actually even before the angels ever showed up. Long before the angels ever showed up. This is exactly the sign God told his people to expect. Way back in the days of Isaiah... Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah chapter 7, that familiar passage, uh, when the people of Judah were looking for confidence and assurance uh, that God would keep them secure, Isaiah said, the Lord himself will provide you a sign. The virgin shall be with child, and she will bear a son and you will call him she will call his name Emmanuel God with us that's the sign that God has given us a sign of his love a sign of his grace and mercy so great that he would send his only begotten son unto Come among us as a lowly child to bear our griefs and sorrows, and ultimately to bear our sins upon the cross. It's a sign that's, as I said, uh, in some ways more difficult to believe. Uh, So much so that the people in Jesus' own day often struggled. To believe it, they wanted some sort of extra assurance. And uh, very often, when Jesus was uh, asked for a sign, he actually countered, "No sign will be given to you except the sign of Jonah. That the Son of Man will be in the earth, just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days. The Son of Man will be in the earth for three days and will rise again." Jesus ultimately completed this powerful sign with the sign of the cross uh, that he showed the purpose and mission of his coming uh, was to be our Savior by rescuing us even from the power of sin, death, and the devil by the sacrifice of his own life. A couple hundred years after that, according to legend or Christian tradition, uh, the Roman Emperor Constantine uh, received uh, what we would more normally consider a sign on the eve of a major battle. He saw... Uh, or heard a voice saying, by this sign conquer, as the image of a cross appeared in the sky. I don't know if the story is true or legend, uh, but it points to the sign that we know is true and the power of that sign. That by the the sign of the cross, the sign of the baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, who on the cross became our our Savior. We can conquer in any of life's circumstances, in any of life's difficulties. That's why the apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8 wrote that in all of these things we are more than conquerors, through Christ Jesus, who loved us. That sign was given to you, made upon you in your baptism. The pastor marked you with the sign of the cross, both upon your forehead and upon your heart, to mark you as redeemed by Christ the Crucified. I don't know if people actually go around asking other people, what's your sign, or if that just happens in the movies. Uh, But the next time you hear something like that, I hope you'll know what to answer. My sign is the sign of the cross. My sign is the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. The sign that God loves me. Enough to give his son to be my savior, to fulfill all of God's promises for me, as only the King of kings and Lord of lords can, uh, so that redeemed by him, saved by his sacrifice, I can live under him in everlasting holiness, righteousness, and innocence, that's my sign. That's your sign. That's the uh, wonderful confidence and security that we celebrate as the uh, as the people of God uh, on this day when we remember the that angel choir who came and pointed the shepherds to that very truth. And may that peace, as beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus as we await the day of his glorious return. Amen.